we can have some more scenes that allow viewers to see Beacon Academy more ambiguously. They can question it and they can come to their own conclusions about, is this the best solution for inequality in education? I love character-driven stories. I love stories that follow people for spans of times. That was the voice of Isara Krieger, Director of Photography, Editor, and Documentary Filmmaker. She joins me today to discuss her ongoing project, Beacon the Film. You are listening to the podcast with John C. Lemon. Sara, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you were last here February of 2021 to discuss the documentary film John Lewis, Good Trouble, a Magnolia Films distribution. You served as assistant editor on that project. During that conversation, you mentioned a short titled Beacon and your desire to revise that project into a feature length film. Tell me about your revision process. It's maybe more complicated than one would think. <laughs> and also, thanks for having me. It's great to see you too. <laughs> so I had filmed, I had all the footage for the short film. And because I was working with students, the four years had passed in their lives as well. And that meant that they were seniors in high school whereas I had worked with them before as when they were applying to enter high school, not even yet in ninth grade. And we had been in touch a bit during that time, but I knew that they had all had great and very rich experiences at their high schools. So I really wanted to film with them again and see them on the campuses where they had been and where the Beacon Academy program had helped them get. I really wanted to hear from them what was the whole experience like. After short film, I filmed with the students again. And I guess before that, <laughs> I looked into fundraising. After weighing financing options, you decided to take the crowdfunding route. How was that progressing? There's been so much to learn. There's been months of preparation and we are expecting to finally launch our large scale campaign in two weeks. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and of course, January of this year, you received a major contribution from Russell Simmons and Lagaya Tishi. I imagine that win in your sale gave you the confidence Beacon the Film would come into fruition. Yes. Yeah. And they're so awesome. We were really grateful to have that. It's taken us a long way. I'll say we actually connected with them also through reaching out to people for the crowdfunding. So really the first step was researching crowdfunding and planning. That gave me the confidence that I could kind of count on raising some amount of money on my own from my own network didn't need any 
institution to say yes or no to an application. And then that's what allowed me to hire the first few team members on. Yeah, it's been amazing to connect with people in just in preparation of the campaign. Take us back to the mission of Beacon Academy and what initially drew you to this project. Yeah, so Beacon Academy is a school in Boston. It's privately run, pretty small. It just takes a class, one class per year of about 25 to 30 students. These students have just finished their school so far in Boston public elementary and middle schools. They choose to attend Beacon Academy instead of going on to public high school. They do that because Beacon Academy offers a kind of boot camp of learning and catching up on academics that the students might have missed in public school. Beacon helps students apply to private boarding schools across New England. There is quite a bit of rigor with the Beacon Academy program. I imagine, due to a variety of circumstances, that unfortunately, there are those who are unable to realize their goals. Yeah, most students do complete the program. I think it varies per year. I think zero to a couple students maybe each year don't make it to the end, but they keep the class very small. So each student can really have kind of one-on-one relationships with the instructors there. So they really feel accountable because it is really, really hard, but it's very close knit. The students feel like they're really a part of something when it gets hard. They ask them to keep showing up. That does lead us to the idea of success and how it is defined. On a small level, they find it successful to help this group of students each year discover that they are capable of enjoying school and capable of doing better in school than they thought. And maybe schools where they would have more individual attention, more resources, and be able to try a wider variety of subjects and have a wide variety of experiences in having to do with developing their their interests as teenagers. The experience is intended to broaden horizons and provide, by way of exposure, a different vantage point on life. It would be great if all students went on to attend prestigious universities. But if, for whatever reason, that does not occur, time was not wasted. Yeah, I think that's really important to mention. I think, of course, the answer is yes. Yeah, that's still success. You know, it is hard. It does get competitive. But I think keeping that perspective is really important. Referring again to our 2021 conversation, you shared a few details of your life. Let's listen to that audio and we will pick it up on the other side. I've been very grateful that I had that experience actually to switch out of that private school. And I feel like it put me on track to be a person that I appreciate more in the world. I do think You know, when I was 12 and younger, I didn't know what I was missing. But after in high school and college, I did come to a little bit resent my old peers at the private school who who stayed in that environment. And as you say, go on to good colleges. I do feel like there's something lacking when you have just rifts between 
people, (laughs) people's experiences. If you don't know people who are going through a different experience than you, you you just can't have the same kind of compassion and empathy for the situation, even if you hear about it on the news. So I do think it's interesting to ask about the benefit of that person. I think as society, I think it's detrimental. I think for the person, that's interesting (laughs) because some people might want that ignorance. Your childhood setting could easily be described as privileged, but you later found yourself in a public and more inclusive environment. You reflected on that experience and concluded that you were bettered by it. Beacon the Short examines this holistic idea. You know, I share some similarities with the experiences of the Beacon students experiencing these vastly different worlds within education, just in one regional area. Of course, there's much about their experiences that I can't relate to, but I think something that we that still stands is appreciating having seen the different worlds. And I think that adds a lot to a life and an understanding of life and of structures and inequality. I'm happy for the, the students in the film that they got to, it seems, discover themselves in their the high schools where they ended up and they are truly on their paths in college even the one student who ended up Makai in a college that didn't quite feel right for him he's realized that and he's gonna apply to art school instead and I'm really happy for him it's hard to compare experiences in the sense of better I think there's something to the understanding that comes with experiencing Why is it necessary to revise Beacon into a feature-length film? Honestly, it's kind of simple. It's so I could have more space to investigate basically exactly what we're talking about and to really ask, what does our society define as success and who gets to define success? I feel like the short film gave an introduction of Beacon Academy and what going through that year is like as a student, but I felt like I had so much more footage that allowed deeper looks into that program, the themes that really are happening in that program. And when you're young, it's hard to understand if you're being told one way to do things, the complexity of the situation. So I feel like with giving that year more more space, we can have some more scenes that allow viewers to see Beacon Academy more ambiguously. They can question it and they can come to their own conclusions about, is this the best solution for inequality in education? I love character-driven stories. I love stories that follow people for spans of time. I would have liked to follow these students even more closely and be with them the entirety of their time in high school. I could not do that, but it's really special to still have this footage of them. You uniquely plan for the subjects of your film to participate in the final cut editing process. The intention is that they would retain authorship of their stories in an authentic way. What challenges do you anticipate with this process? I've been having interesting conversations about this with my editor, Justin Lewis, who's awesome, and then co-producer and producer. Yeah, it's complicated. 
I foresee, I guess, challenges. The rule historically has been not to do this, not to allow your subjects into the editing process. And that's what you're getting at with this question, because it can be uncomfortable to watch yourself on film. So they could have a lot of reactions that are not even part of fully part of the story. You know, oh, I don't like seeing myself do this thing. It is hard to do it in the authentic way of really having our creative team be open to feedback and not just retain the right to say, well, we're not going to do that. So we're honestly still figuring out how to have those conversations between all of us. But I will say we like this idea because historically the rule has been you as the journalist or filmmaker are supposed to be holding your subjects accountable. But in this case, we're trying to help our subjects, the participants, we're calling them in the film, hold other people accountable education system accountable and we you know it's our job to distill so much information into a short amount of time so we just want to make sure we are getting their stories right to go back to your question i think we're going to have certain prompts really to focus our discussions on the story and move away from things that may be uncomfortable I guess on screen it's been interesting to have these conversations because the editor is the one who will maybe run into the most stress <laughs> you know we kind of me and my co-producer at the end of the day there is a lot of trust between me and the students and me and the editor which is wonderful we would like to get our chance at telling the story and then work from there with the students. And so your question about what do we foresee being challenging was possibly inviting them in too early and having too many voices about what the story should or shouldn't be. We do want to try to lay out the film's story and then kind of get feedback from there. Telling new stories is what it is all about. As always, I enjoyed our conversation. Thank you for returning and catching us up on the progress of Beacon, the film, and the anticipated completion date. Hoping to finish it later this year and releasing realistically early next year. A few distribution details are still being worked out. I'm definitely looking forward to its release. We are hoping to land it on a streaming platform that will be viewable across the country. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Thank you for joining me for today's conversation. Thank you so much. Always great talking to you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Asar Krieger, Director of Photography, Editor, and Documentary Filmmaker. For additional information on Beacon the Film and Asar Krieger Projects, visit asarkrieger.com. That's our podcast for today. I'm John C. Lemon. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Thank you.